Lumen Gentium, section 42. God is love, and they who abide in love abide in God, and God abides in them. God has poured out his love in our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Therefore, the first and most necessary gift is charity, by which we love God above all things and our neighbor because of him. But if charity is to grow and, like a good seed, produce fruit in the soul, all of the faithful must willingly hear the word of God and carry out his will by what they do with the help of his grace. They must frequently partake of the sacraments, especially the Eucharist, and take part in the liturgy. They must constantly apply themselves to prayer, self-denial, active sisterly and brotherly service, and the practice of all the virtues. This is because love, as the bond of perfection and fullness of the law, direct and gives meaning to all the means of sanctification and leads them to their goal. Hence, the true disciples of Christ are noted both for love of God and love of their neighbor. Since Jesus, the Son of God, showed his love by laying down his life for us, no one has greater love than they who lay down their lives for him and for their brothers and sisters. Some Christians have been called from the beginning and will always be called to give this greatest testimony of love to everyone, especially to persecutors. Martyrdom makes the disciples like their master, who willingly accepted death for the salvation of the world, and through it they are made like him by the shedding of blood. Therefore the church considers it the highest gift and supreme test of love. And while it is given to few, all, however, must be prepared to confess Christ before humanity and to follow him along the way of the cross amid the persecutions which the church never lacks. Likewise, the church's holiness is fostered in a special way by the manifold councils whose observance the Lord proposes to his disciples in the gospel. Outstanding among these councils is that precious gift of divine grace given to some by the Father to devote themselves to God alone more easily with an undivided heart in virginity or celibacy. This perfect countenance for the sake of the kingdom of heaven has always been held in high esteem by the church as a sign and stimulus of love and as a singular source of spiritual fertility in the world. The church bears in mind, too, the apostles' admonition when calling the faithful to charity and exhorting them to share the sentiment of Christ Jesus, who emptied himself, taking the form of a servant, and became obedient to death, and for our sake became poor, though he was rich. Since the disciples must also imitate this, always imitate this love and humility of Christ, and bear witness to it. Mother Church rejoices that it has within itself many men and women who follow more closely the Savior's self-emptying and show it forth more clearly by understand undertaking poverty with the freedom of God's sons and daughters and by renouncing their own will. They subject themselves to another person for the love of God, thus going beyond what is of precept in the matter of perfection so as to become more like the obedient Christ. Therefore, all the faithful are invited and obliged to try to achieve holiness and the perfection of their own state of life. Accordingly, all of them must ensure that they keep emotions under proper control, lest they be hindered in their pursuit of perfect love by the use of worldly goods and by an attachment to riches which is contrary to the spirit of evangelical poverty. Following the apostles' advice, let those who use this world not fix their abode in it, for the form of this world is passing away. Thank <laughs> you.